Hey, everybody, on this episode of the MacGyver After Show here on AfterBuzz TV, we're breaking down Season 1, Episode 7, Can Opener. Find out what you need if you want to stage your own jailbreak. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Ah, yes. The familiar sounds of the MacGyver's yes, 80s theme. Look at that, everybody. We are back here on the MacGyver After Show on AfterBuzz TV, and I am no longer alone. I feel I feel terrible. <laughs> I felt like, oh. oh. Reunited, and it feels so good. Reunited, and it feels so yes. good. Yes. I don't know who sings that. That's a classic. It's a Peaches and Herb, right? Peaches and Herb? Yeah. I'll say I yes to that. A, I think that's, that sounds like a good poll. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the MacGyver After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. We're breaking down Season 1, Episode 7, Can Opener. I am one of your hosts, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter at HappyGoJackie. And finally, after five weeks alone. Oh, has it been that long? Yeah, it's just talking, oh, to you, uh, talking to you folks. And I, and I loved all the support in the chat. Loved it. I have my partner in crime, Mike Kalinowski, back. Hey, everybody. I'm back. I, I have to apologize. It was a not an unforeseen thing. I knew I was, had had, got, had the job and Halloween had taken over with the, the theme park stuff and yes. Universal Studios and commitment to that. <sighs> but, man... I, I hope you enjoy because I got to watch on my own time uh, the show, but also watch the, the the after buzz. But if you're like me, are you okay? Like, like cause I got a topic I like. I can talk. Yeah, you get to the point. Where people are like Mike. All right, you can stop talking, Mike. <laughs> I have to censor myself in rooms where I'm with a group of people, like on the panel for for DC or something. Where I'm like, oh, it's just not just me talking. I I gotta you know share. I gotta be nice. <laughs> gotta to people. We, 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 we gotta talk. <laughs> it's not a one sided conversation, which a lot of my. Uh, relationships have always been just me talking. <laughs> just but. me. Yeah. Well, so. speaking of that, uh, you said that you kept, kept up with the show. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. curious to think. It's been um, five, uh, so, uh, you know, five episodes have gone in between the times that we right. have been, done, done the first show. We had the pilot and five, yes. and now can open. Yes. I'm, so now, how have you enjoyed I am the in between, I think I'm maybe missing two, but they're not back to back. This has been the first fall in so long where there's so many shows out there. Like that, that I want to watch week after week. Usually, after like one or two episodes, I'm like, all right, I'm out. That's off the DVR. Um, I'm curious. I, I, I know when we first talked in the first one that like the the words popping up for stuff that he uses. Mm-hmm. It's still in there. They're keeping that, so I thought, I thought yep. that might go away, but that's there. Um, but I'm, you know, it's. I love that it's standalone episodes. It's it's not a. I should have had this prepared with. It's, it's serial. But it's not a, 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 a every episode you got to watch and build in like Walking Dead, where it's like you can pop in for one episode, and you pretty much you're caught up. You know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It, it's got threads that run through it with the characters and their history, but it's just you know episode of the week, and I love that. Very true. You feel like they just set up little breadcrumbs that they can come back at any time of the right. season and they, kind of pick up and a continue. Through line that will continue forever. Uh, with, with you know her character and the whole jail history that popped up in this week, mm-hmm. but for just throwing it on TV for 45 minutes. You know, you get your your fill, and I love that about the show. And when they got when it was announced that uh, they they were successful enough to get the back yes, nine picked up, yes, Mike's the first one that texted that out to me. It's like, hey, guess what? I saw, yeah, I saw. I think yes. actually, I want to say someone on Twitter sent it out to me because <laughs> I was like getting ready to to come into show or something, and they sent it up. And I was like, oh, fantastic! That's right. So that's nice. up there. Uh, still no talk of Richard Dean Anderson coming in. I know, which is, which is weird. Now, I don't know if you've talked about it because I don't know if he's on the show yet. Um, in the original uh, TV show, uh, he had a uh, rival. I believe his name was Murdoch. Yes. This is kind of his... Now, 
I is that the episode I missed? Is he popped no, up yet? He's coming in next week's okay. episode. Okay, because I didn't want to spoil it because I had seen a casting notice for the character. Now this is like three or four weeks ago. I screenshotted it uh, somewhere where I read it that it was popping up because I wanted to remember to talk about it. But the episodes I've seen, he hasn't popped up yet. So I guess he's been cast. Yes. Obviously, he's popping next week. He is. If you guys ever watched the old show or haven't, Murdoch is like MacGyver's. Joker to his Batman. It's like his oh, it's Moriarty to, to Sherlock. Yeah. It's their characters that are always there. He's just as good as him. On the old show, he was like a master of disguise too. So I wonder if that'll play into it. Yeah, but it's, it's exciting. It look like from the preview that I saw for next week, at least one point where he is wearing a mask. It looks kind of like eh. So I don't know. If that was oh. just I don't know. I don't know the context <laughs> okay, of that see, scene. I did, not, I did not stay to the end of because I watch it on the CBS app. Ah, gotcha. That's how I watch it. So it ends the credits, and then I guess there's a little tag on the end for the next week's. So yes. I did not watch that. So. Oh, I'm excited yes. now. I'm excited. So, uh, I'll be curious. I, so, I don't know what he looks like without the mask on. Okay. I saw one scene where he's got a disguise uh, on, and then you just see, like, the lips talking on a phone. Let's see if I'll so. pull up for talking. I'm going to see yeah. if the actor was cast. So, so while Mike but, pulls that up, we'll start talking a little bit about this let's episode. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. It's a can opener, the uh, subject of this episode, and it starts off there in Serbia, chasing some bad guy, and uh, Max like, talking like about... always. Yeah. Some bad guys. She's some bad guys. Always starts off. I, you know, I like that. I like this. Uh, you know, the, the the template of the show where it's usually they're kind of joining them mid sequence of some previous mission. Yeah, they're kind of wrapping up the end of it. And uh, Max is usually kind of relating some kind of life story about it as well. And this time it's uh, about a dog that he had growing up, Archimedes. Yeah, yeah. that was cool. Uh, as a dog person, uh, yes. I'm all on board for it. Dog, <laughs> like it's funny because I want the. I know the voiceovers are a through line. It's a holdover from the old show. And I feel it kind of takes me out of it sometimes because I'm trying to watch the action. But they're talking and I'm trying to find out what's going on. And with him, you always want to watch something Mm -hmm. because you don't know what he's looking at and what he's going to build and whatnot. So you're just kind of like, there's a lot going on at one time. Yeah, and I felt like his, I guess like his ingenious thing is that he took propane and a fire hose and then that's when he was able to spray the ground and make a, a ring of fire for Jack to shoot. You know, it's always... It's cool because the show seems at times very formulaic, but then it does something like, ah, oh, I did not think of that. That's mm-hmm. they go a completely opposite way what you thought. Like I saw the things he was kind of doing, I was like, what's he going to do? Was he setting a, like a net? It was going to be something. So then the Ring of Fire kind of was. It's unique. It, the writers that's got to be a challenging show to write. Yeah, you know? especially when you're, uh, you you, you want to stage something kind of really cool and flashy for right. like the intro of your episode, and yeah. then like, oh, that was just cool, little toss away, and now we actually get into what that real episode's going to be about. She uh, Murdoch is not listed in next episode. Ooh. Who it is? So maybe there it's a secret. Maybe it's a well-known actor. So maybe they got someone. <laughs> is going to be like the old Batman '66 show where they always listed as a question mark with or false faces it, on there? Oh god! Or is it Richard <laughs> Dean Anderson? <laughs> can you imagine if they? Can you imagine if they did that? He said, "No, I don't want to do the show. I don't want to be a part of it." And it's a big swerve, and uh, who knows? And then he's, and then he's, he's Murdoch. Murdoch. We'll that, see. Oh, that would. But be he's very not cool. listed. Uh, uh, now we get after that little cold open. We get to yeah. my least favorite part of this series, and I want us to get your feeling. About you know, it as well. I know what you're going to say because okay. I was I was thinking of you know I was, I was watching the show at, at work today, uh, and it's I know we're talking about it because it's the same thing. It, it it's a sore thumb. It, it's the roommate, right? Yes. It, 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 like, and I thought about it. I'm like thinking back. He never showed back up in the episode. They were apartment hunting. Like, it's funny because Burbank, that's where I live, and that whole thing popped up. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I relate to that. There it is. <laughs> but I don't get it. I, I, I don't get his. I remember when we said from the, from the pilot, like, he was kind of a new addition, that character, when they redid the pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the actor. I think he's funny. But it just didn't do anything. I, I don't. 
I don't know. I don't know if they're trying to establish a home life for him. I, I just kind of think that would have been better serviced with the main plot, just that, that screen time, like two, three minutes, yeah, whatever. I just I feel like this is such a, a weak point because I don't understand what he brings to the series. And it's not like Mac was at home with him, yeah. like ever. So it's not like, I don't know. I don't. Is he there just for one episode? Someday he's going to be kidnapped. Uh, you know that that he's brought into stuff like that. I, I guess. I mean, because I feel like the only th- options with him is either at some point you have to introduce him into the main fold, and with then, the group. With yeah, the, yeah. And I don't see like anything that he would bring to that team to be any sort of asset. You would always think like, yeah, he was. What is his specialty? But it's not like he doesn't. I don't know. He's kind of like a con manish type thingy. He's kind of yeah. I mean, I guess he makes masks and he does like Hollywood makeup and effects and stuff. Okay, but maybe I, he's Murdoch. Oh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Making masks. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with this. I don't know if it was. I still. I have not been able to get a hold of the original pilot. That way. I've been trying to look for that somewhere. So I would love to see if the if the execs go. You know what? We need to give MacGyver outside of the Phoenix Foundation. We got to ground him and give him you know a life outside of this. But they're not really utilizing that. So it's kind of like, yeah, I don't know. And in a show like this, where you've got to cover so much ground with establishing a villain, the whole sequence what they're doing, it's just wasted pages on a script. If yeah, and, it, I, and I love Max's interaction with Riley and Jack and even Thornton so much more than I care about any scenes that have Bozer involved with it. I'm just yeah, like, and, and now they're kind of what he, 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 she's slowly giving him the digits to the phone number. I'm like, okay, that's cute. Yeah. But but we still have at least four more interactions with him before they <laughs> so, get to the end of so it. So he's like, going to be around for a while. Oh, brother. But I've never seen uh, sequences in a series that you could strip out and not lose uh, anything. That, that was the thing when I was thinking, uh, you know, talk, thinking about the show. I was like, what are we talking about? I was like, he never came back. Her apartment never really... I mean, she got it, like, after after that little bit, she's like, oh, guess what, I already got my apartment already, and yeah, I got to move like, in. Yeah, so I was like... <laughs> oh, all right, that was You could have come in, and, and, and Thornton could have been like, how's, how's the apartment? Oh, I got the apartment. Oh, okay, done. There we go. That, that scene is, is solved, but... It, <laughs> Yeah, it was a weird one. Uh, now, I, before we continue on with the show, folks, yeah. I just want to remind you guys, if you guys want to just chime in about your thoughts about the show, you can like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes. Also, subscribe subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hop in the chat. I'm going to see if uh, Zach can pull up the chat while we talk about I the sh- I should I should bring my uh, computer next time. Oh, yeah. Oh, look I, at that. I, I'll be on top of that. Yeah, look at that. Mike's you want us? Yeah, I'll, bring, I'll do the chat stuff. I love that stuff. Oh, awesome. And uh, well, I, one thing to ask in the chat is how you guys feel. I mean, you know for the past five weeks I've been sharing my thoughts about Bozer uh, as, uh, as Max Roman, if he's needed for the show. <laughs> So chime in, see what you guys think. Is he a necessary part, or could we just kind of quietly move him out? I can feel like it, if this gets picked up for a second season, yeah, you I think can't imagine they would I, say. I think that, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if it's CBS likes the actor, because they do, because he was on Rush Hour, mm-hmm. and that got dropped, but then they picked him right up. So I think they like him, so it's maybe it's one of those, maybe there's, you know, there's so many cooks in the kitchen when it comes to a TV, network TV show. Like, so many people have a say, and so many, you know, maybe there's just some execs that just love this guy. And they they want them on their network. So, I mean, worst. I mean, I, I've heard of crazier things on network television. So, yeah. maybe maybe you know every episode the writers are like, hey, we don't know what to do with this guy, and they're like, nope, John, you know, up at you know fifth floor, he loves him. Write him a scene. Oh, all right, and great. Got, all right, I'll write him a scene. But I guess when you think like Alias, uh, where Bradley Cooper's character, he was kind of basically on the outs. He didn't really know anything. He was a reporter. Right. I was a friend with Sydney, but, but didn't know her real life. But eventually they kind of made that way into part of the series. He was investigating. Good, that's a good analogy. But it made sense. It did. And he's like, always trying to uncover stuff and everything. Yeah. And this one, he doesn't, I mean, you don't. You only see Bozer for the beginning part and it has no real impact on any other aspect of Mac's life. So you're like, all right, so why is he here? 
Did they ever make that film that he was talking about? No. They never made that film, still, did they? Nope, still. Oh, fingers crossed we get to see what that looks like. Yeah. They, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, but, yeah, so Riley gets an apartment. He, she uh, gives uh, uh, Bozer that sixth digit of her 10-digit phone number. And then we get to the real meat of what this episode is. Right? Yeah. There is basically uh, Joaquin El Noche Sancola. He's a former head of the Marina Cartel, and he's been locked up. And since then, his lieutenant's been going crazy, killing DE agents and their families and stuff. And so they got to find out where his lieutenants are being held. It was almost like a like an episode of Law and Order where they take stories from current headlines and adapt it to their own, like the El Chapo. Is that Ch- oh, yeah. Ch- El Chapo? Chapo? Yes. Chapo, the guy they're always escaping. That's what I had this feel for this episode. I was like, oh, it's got that vibe to it. I was like, okay. It, it's so funny. It, it strikes me that almost every action-adventure episodic television show has to do a prison break episode. They all do it. Oh, yeah. Whether it's the first season, the seventh season, they all do it. I, I mean, it's it's budgetary very easy. You're, you pretty much got one location the whole episode, and it's, it, it's a race against time, race against the clock type episode. And it fits so well with these shows. So it's always interesting to see. Going in, I knew what the episode was of how... It's going to work because yeah. As soon as you know they're in, you want to know how they're going to get right. out. Right, especially cool somebody thing. like MacGyver. Yeah, uh, so he has to go in undercover. He's the only one of the, the three that'll go undercover. Of course, he's got a cover story. Yeah, no comms, uh, no other communication in the outside world. And look at Lucas Till as an attractive man in a prison. That that's a whole other ball of wax yes. you're dealing with right there. <laughs> this guy, the minute he walked in, and you know, fresh meat comes into the yard. It's it's it, that's a you know they, they didn't send Jack in there. No, who would have been a better fit? But I guess doesn't have the smarts maybe to break out. Right. And so I think that's interesting, the two pairing of them, because I wasn't sold on him from the beginning. It seemed a little weird. His his bravado seemed a little false to me. But I've really grown to like the two of them together. I I enjoy the relationship a lot. And that's like parts I'd rather see more exploration of their chemistry and their backstory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Now, do you buy his cover story that he's a mechanical engineer who ripped off a bank vault that he had designed? I do. So I, he, he looks like his, that guy. Yeah, because okay. it always seems like in these, in, in whenever uh, a crew is breaking into a vault, they've got the tech guy that's kind of like not the macho guy, not the real killer guy. Kind of, you know, that's especially the smart, the smart guy, and he fit that, I think, really like well. Like the guy from Die Hard, who's uh, cracking yeah, the ass. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what was his <laughs> can't name? his name. Uh, He's got the glasses. Yeah, and the glasses. I can't remember. Ar- Argyle. Was it Ar- no, Argyle was the guy in the limo. Oh, yes. He was the limo driver. I can't remember his name, but yes. Uh, yeah, he had the glasses and the sweater. They are the sweater, yeah. Exactly, just like that. Uh, now he's got, and of course he has to go and leave him behind his Swiss Army knife. But I did like, once he gets what? into the cell, for some reason he kept the paperclip key that he made. Okay, now hold on a second. So he swipes the paperclip, and then he made it into a key right away, right? Yeah. And it was like perfect. Like, how did he do that? I know, without anybody seeing? Okay, sure. And we really, he used the key to unscrew the... The the, the um, bookcase, right? The, the, in the yes. laundry room to make the ladder, so he really didn't need it to look like a key. No, like, how did he know that that it would? Uh, yeah, it would fit in that. I perfectly. was like, did they edit it differently? They, hey, we need to see him take. Is it a a a matter of when they're editing? Like, oh, we don't have a shot of him. We, we had to move the paper clip, but we never showed it again. What do you got? And they look through the footage like, well, we got this where he molded it later in the episode. It's like, I throw that in there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it didn't feel weird. It's all right. Because through all these episodes, he's always at the beginning when he's getting debriefed what the mission's going to be. He always yeah. picks up a paperclip and he, and he fashions it into something. I'm so tired of that. Oh, okay. So maybe I've missed out on that. Because uh, like that's and a I repetitive maybe... thing where he always fa- makes it into something that like leaves it behind. Like 
And then they always do like a nice insert shot of him like resting it down somewhere. You're like, ooh, this is like an explosion or something like this. Like, do I get up to go get a drink or something every time this happens? The episode, I don't, <laughs> I don't recall this. I think I'm getting so used to the formula of the show. Like, oh, here they are talking about the mission. I can go into my kitchen and listen to the mission. Yes. you know. So I don't know. Maybe that's my fault. Then. Missing his paperclip origami that he's doing. Maybe, and then that explains it right then. Yeah. His paper. <laughs> okay, so they've established it. So I should not be surprised that it looked like a perfect key. Now, would you, because I always feel like this is, oh, you know it's going to be a recipe for disaster. When they say, are right, you going to go in and undercover, nobody, you have no communications. Of course, nobody knows who you really right, are. Even right. people on the inside don't know who you are. It always seems like that's just a recipe that, of course, you're going to, you know, yeah. you're going to have to make your way out on your own with no help you're whatsoever. Screwed. Yeah. This is, and you're an attractive man in a prison. So this isn't <laughs> going to go very well for you. But it's, it's you know, it raises the stakes, you know, absolutely. So, but it was interesting. Now, Okay, so he gets in the prison. He's in there, uh, you know, and Riley. I like the little flashbacks. Yes. I like that. That was a nice way to deal with him being prepped for the mission, but not doing point A to point B to point C mm-hmm. and, and, the, and the through line of the story. But then, it, so she does have comms, and, and her idea was that she was going to unlock the doors and stuff for him. Yes. But then they get locked out of the system. Yeah, I guess they did some security update overnight, and so uh, her little back door that she thought she had was closed up. Okay, see, I misre- I misinterpreted that. I thought someone had fixed something so that there was another operative it, you know, line- working back and forth, like, oh, we were we were cut out, Something, someone did something. I thought there was going to be another some uh, wrinkle in the work here that someone was working against them. Because the way she okay. says that line, it's like, someone's just as good as me made sure that, that- somebody like me couldn't get in there. Yes, like- so I'm like, oh... Okay. So in my head, I'm always thinking Murdoch because I know yes. he's coming on. I was like, oh, is someone like two steps ahead of them? I want to make sure that Mac definitely doesn't get out of the prison. Right. Alive. So, but then it just turned out, like you said, it was a security update. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Convenient. <laughs> so great. Yeah. Convenient. So, of course, he doesn't have any access to that. And the idea is that he's supposed to get close to El Noche. Yeah. Uh, and the way you want the to do night. Isn't it Noche night? Yeah. yeah. Noche. Oh, when is Noche? Go. And the way you want to do that is first you got to set your rep because nobody likes cowards in prison, no. as Riley says. Got to. I always, you know, when I'm told if I ever go to prison, you got to go to the biggest guy in the yard and knock him out. But I think it was cool to see Riley take that a step further to, to make sure because you got to be careful who you pick because if you pick the wrong person, you don't just fight them, but you find everybody else that's affiliated with them as well. Do you? Anytime I see a prison, you know, scene like that, I just know I I would I can never go to prison. Oh. I never want to. No. But I'm just saying I will never do anything to get there, but I, I I wouldn't do very well. I don't think, yeah. I see that in the yard and everything, and I'm just like, oh, God, no. Yeah. Every time I see that in a movie or TV show, I'm just like, ugh. No, that does not look like a fun place at all. Yeah. That whole hierarchy and everything, and no. I have no desire to do that. Yeah, it's uh, no, because I feel like it's friends of mine that are doing like those cruise ship comedy tours and stuff. Uh-huh. They say like they always say uh, your only options are you either get really fat or you get really buff because there's nothing else to do on those cruise ships except eat or work out constantly. Okay, that's so, probably it's what they do in prison. They're eating or they're in their yard working out. Yeah, so I figure I don't know. I I I'd like to think that I'd get buff, but eh, I don't know. Well, th- that food's not that great. So I don't yeah. think was it meat with that something loaf they called it or whatever he was talking mm-hmm. about neutral loaf or. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But so he's in the yard, and uh, yeah, Riley gives him the intel. Like this is the yeah. one guy you want to pick a fight yeah, with, the big guy. Because he doesn't have any buddies in there, so you can take him out and not have to worry about anybody else retaliating. And I don't know if you knew this or recognized it. Uh, did, did, does everyone know that you work at Universal as well? We, we talk oh, sure. Well, yeah. I, yeah. yeah, we work together at Universal. Uh, I think that actor is the guy at Waterworld, the stunt guy. 
Oh, really? I think, I think his name is Hank. Uh, oh, wow. Hank Watts, I believe. Because he looked really familiar. Yeah. I know that show shoots in Atlanta, but he's a giant of a man. Yeah. So it is definitely a specific casting. So I think that's him. That's so cool. I, if I see him, I'm going to ask him. Oh, yeah, that'd be about, awesome. I, I did recognize him, but... So yeah, they went for the big guy there. Oh man, and like, because you think you get that intel? Because I picture, I guess a picture never tells you how big a guy is in real right, life. Right, yeah. <laughs> and when he gets off that bench, you're like, oh. Geez. And, and and Lucas, I don't. He seems like a not a smaller guy, but you know, wiry maybe. I don't wiry, know. Just like, but like I think like five six, five seven. I could be completely wrong. He could be six two. Yeah. But um, that was. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Uh, he had to take some beatings there. Yeah, and which is nice because you've seen him in other fights, and he kind of does okay. And like this one, you yeah. kind of see like he's not as good as Jack when it comes to the right, fisticuffs. Right. Yeah, and I like that. Yeah, that he still he gets a he gets an ass whooping later. Yes, he does. Yeah. And I like him so they, they finally break it up, and then Jack, you know, roughs him up, and he's like, oh, I got to make it look real. And he starts banging around a little bit. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, I, I just I really like their chemistry there, where he does rough. Yeah, he's like, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, and, it, and it's it's definitely especially from the pilot, it's really seeing grow and I'm so glad we get a full season that to see where it goes with those guys yeah and just like oh, it's such a, a great backstory and just even the uh, uh, the episodes uh, a couple weeks ago when they're locked in the um, uh, the, the truck uh, and just watching that I thought there were some nice yeah, character yeah. building moments between them as they're trying to escape uh, so he does get reffed up uh, in the meantime though Mac also kind of you know, pays it forward a little bit with the uh, the older guy in prison too he uses his spork to fix his uh, yeah. asthma break inhaler break the little, little spork off yeah. there yeah Helping the old fella out, and I do like that the old guy is, you know, I don't like going to anybody or anything. So here's a piece of advice: you can't make any friends. Yeah, Here, don't do it. There's only enemies around you. So that was interesting, but <laughs> yeah. but it was you know cool to see. Yeah. Uh, so he does finally get hooked up with El Noche. Jack ends up uh, getting into the uh, the, the work. De- oh, I do like it. Where Jack makes the theme like a computer pro- getting into the computer. I mean, was I so like easy. that she she called him Forrest Gump, right? Yes. At one point, I was like, I, he, he's almost borderline yeah. Gumpy when it comes to stuff like that. I'm like, we all. It's it's you know 2017 2017 almost we all know computers like you know the folder in the corner it's not the, he's like the folder on the desk and, yeah. <laughs> all right go to the folder on the desktop and he's just like, like <laughs> I don't think that guy would survive as long as he has without knowing that That's stuff true. it kind of played him like a dummy I did like he's like I knew his password so is he jail it's like it was uh, in sleep mode you could have pressed any key on there and it would have popped down he's just typing jail. <laughs> Great, yeah, of course. It's, it's tough. You, they have to thread a fine line with him between being incompetent and just being not of the technical world. You know, it's it's a fine line they got to walk with that guy. Yeah, I mean, because I, I don't see him like like a general. If you look at him, I don't consider him as a general idiot. But just right. I guess he's not technical technically savvy. Right. So, but he's good. A, he's a, a, a fight or a gun guy. guy. Yeah, he's a military. I'll take guy. that. Uh, so uh, he gets put on the same work detail in the laundry room with El Noche, mm-hmm. and then finds out that El Noche's rival gang, uh, it, you know, is trying to encroach on his business. Yeah, they want a piece of the action. Yeah, and he was so mad, like, because El Noche headbutts the guy, yeah. and then Mac just jumps in to kind of, you know, see like, hey, I'm you on your side too. The odds there. Yeah, and then El Noche was just so mad at him for doing that. I'm like, w- why? You had five guys that were in this room trying to beat you up. I, I don't know. He just wanted help from the little guy. <laughs> I, it, it was weird, but I'm like, well. Guy just kind of helped you out there. You're, you know, I don't know if they would have killed him, but so, but you know, Mac had to kind of ingratiate himself with uh, with El Noche. Yeah, and I guess the deal is that he does tell El Noche, "Hey, guess what? I've got a way to escape, and if you pay me two million dollars, I'll get you out too." Right. And he doesn't seem so keen on it at first. And I liked how they did. He did like kind of like a pan and scan of the room to see stuff that he would need that he didn't use right then, like the yes. extinguisher. He, no- he took note of and the whole rack of chemicals that they had. That was kind of cool because he'd probably never been in there before, so. I like that little little you know edit of 
surveying the room was nice because yeah, it's cool because you I mean he's so prides himself like being able to improvise in the moment but right. I feel like even improvising in the moment it's like that's tough to do but if you scan the room first and then kind of have a chance to go back to your cell and reflect right. then you come and up it, with your kind of strategy you know it's tough because he's so young uh, casting wise that you have to remember how smart he's like there's just something about Richard Dean Anderson being like I think he was in his mid-30s when he did the show he just felt like a man that had more experience as opposed to a kid but I mean, there are kids today that are, you know, 18, 19 years old that are brilliant geniuses, you know. So it's just, it's, uh, you know, it's a little little sometimes weird for me to watch. And, yeah, I can and, understand and a, that. In a weird way. Like, you know, yeah, it's tough. It's hard to explain. But like I can it. see that because certainly see, as you say, as he walks into the prison, you feel like, boy, this kid seems really young yeah. to be in this maximum, maximum, maximum security penitentiary. Right. But he's he's MacGyver. Yeah, he does it. He's uh, got his his MIT and his all this and that. So hey, <laughs> who might argue? Uh, so the idea is that uh, he he does run into Jack uh, during a little morning uh, you know shakedown. There says, yep. "Hey, guess what? I need these supplies from you." And mm-hmm. Jack goes to get them, but he gets intercepted by one of the officers and says, "Get the D block. We need you over there." You got uh, bamboozled there. Yes, right in the middle of the uh, trying to help him out. Yeah, so, so that's problem. <laughs> Riley's like, "Hey, we got to get him out of here." Right. And uh, I do like that Thornton and Jack. They uh, realize, like, you know what, Mac. He's smart enough that he could do this even without any assistance. And I liked her constant panic. Not panic, but she just she knows what prison will do. Yeah, she's to, been there two years. Yeah, so I, I, I like that. It added not just a layer of they had to get out, but it was just another level of tension that you normally don't get in an episode like this. Usually it's just the crew in the jail trying to get out, but now we had an outside force that is pretty much hands are tied, can't do anything to help him, but she knows exactly what he's going to start going through. Yeah, and it was, it would have been interesting just to have a, a beat of Jack and Thornton like, all right, yeah, I mean, maybe you, you know, could un- giving her a little reassurance, like, I know you've been there for two years and it was rough, but, I mean, Mac is a tough yeah. guy. It was basically like, nah, he's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Like, eh, come on, Riley's been there for two years. Right, right, yeah, yeah. She, Clearly she, she's she affected knows. by this. Right. Uh, but then Elmucci gets transferred in Mac's cell, and uh, I do like Mac and realizing. Was, he had the, he pulled the favor. Right. Yes. You know, no, she said, you know, this is my last favor I got, so I'm here. Yeah, and if you don't get me out, you know, you're in trouble. Won't, yeah, you yeah. won't be leaving this cell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I do like that even without Jack telling Mac that he can't get the stuff to him, Mac right. realizes, like, this has been way too long. Yeah. Jack can't get the stuff. I, I got to figure out something to do with myself. And uh, bumped into the guard, picked, looked like a taser he picked off of uh, yeah, or something. Yeah, ba- he got a battery, battery from that. Yeah. yeah, and then he got, like, the neutral loaf. Neutral loaf, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, okay. And I apologize if you've talked about this already, but I'm so curious to see if this stuff would work. Because, like, I'm not, I'm not one to argue. I have no idea if you know you can make a you know gas through hydrogen through water and with a battery electric electrocutes. Uh, what's that? Electrocyte? Not electrocytes. Uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, it catalyzes the so that you can make a chemical reaction. Right. Right. And, yeah. 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 So. I don't know. Who knows if it'll work? But you wonder if the writers actually research this or if just like, oh, this sounds good. We'll put this this together and that'll work. I think they – because uh, if I it's for something like the burn notice, because I always know the yeah, producers yeah, yeah, for that would that, say yeah. – Yeah, they would say they'd always leave a thing or two out of the actual way you do something. Ah, so it wouldn't – Yeah, so if somebody so watching at home, home – Okay. Yeah, you right. couldn't do the same thing, but it, it, it was close enough that you know you could okay. for the narrative you could say there you go okay so I have I'm not going to try this home Frank don't get worried you're not going to get your neutral loaf <laughs> no I'm not going to I'm not going to try and make my bathroom explode at home no. well like, darn it that's uh, <laughs> I wanted to see the front door of your apartment just oh, like boom coming the next day my eyebrows are gone <laughs> I'm a patch missing here <laughs> what happened Mike ah, 
Do some yard work. Yeah. I was watching MacGyver last night. I just wanted to see if it was I possible. I just wanted to see. You know? Let try. Uh, but I do like El Noche's line where he says, uh, when after he's letting the battery sit there in the toilet, uh, is your toilet ready? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, yep, it's re- ready. Uh, yeah, so the ideas are going to use this. Oh. Had he started yet? Called him smart guy. Uh, smart guy. Yes. He had, I don't think he used it yet, but he started going on that. That's pretty cool. Because it's one thing That's to... Funny. Yeah. To, uh, it's, I, I guess it's one thing to hear the guy talking about, but when you see like it, the door actually explodes, yeah. you're like, all right, I guess this guy does know what he's you doing. You know what was cool? I did like that where they talked about the pressure and your eardrums and stuff because I remember in Civil War, Captain America Civil War, that when... Who knows what's talking about it, but they said when at the beginning opening scene, Black Widow drops a grenade or, or Crossbones drops a grenade inside that... ATV, the metal thing, yes. and she just used the guy as a shield, and the door blew open. Someone was saying it's like her ears would have been bleeding, her nose would have been bleeding from the pressure mm-hmm. in that. And you know, sometimes it, whatever it was a cool scene, but in this movie they address that. Yeah, like so, I, I, I that added a level of realism to it to me. I was like, that was really cool and smart. No, so I, I enjoy like the writing in this show a lot, where sometimes you know certain things don't make sense or but then it's attention to detail like that that i really enjoy that that, that brings me into the show for sure uh and we also see that uh, mac tells el noche his cover backstory yeah it seems like he kind of buys it at least in the moment yeah yeah he's like you know uh but he only buys it uh but, once they yeah when they until they get a guard that's going to come in right and find them and el noche is going to just use a shiv and, and stab him and Max stops that. Right, which was, in, I mean, that goes against the Max code, doesn't want to kill and stuff. And, you know, but it, I think it I think it fits his his backstory, you know? It wasn't just, you know. Cause, yeah, because yeah, El Noche was saying, like, somebody in your position wouldn't care. Right, right. Like, and I'm like how, are you, how, are you, how do you know that? Because he said, like, what did he say? Because he's been in prison. I, I don't know if, I don't remember if they ever addressed how long Max's sentence is now. But he's like, oh, a man facing the time you're facing, you wouldn't care if you killed someone. Like, I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't, I don't think he was in there with a life sentence. No, and I think it's pretty presumptuous that because, I mean, he's... He, Very presumptuous. He robbed, he robbed a bank. Right. I mean, it wasn't like he tried to kill somebody. Yeah. So, yeah, I felt like... He's El- not like... And I know that El Noche were like, dude, you're going to be here for the rest of your life. 20 lifetimes. So mm-hmm. kill someone, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So that was a little... Mm. Yeah, I, I didn't. I agree with you on that. I was like, yeah. "All right, oh, you, easy. Uh, stop judging it from your your perspective, El <laughs> yeah. Come on, yeah, not as not <laughs> as terrible as you, sir. Uh, but I do like so they get into the laundry room. Uh, they fashion uh, a bunch of the ropes together, right? Uh, and he makes a uh, cryogenic gel out of uh, carbon dioxide and alcohol. This one I want to try at home. That looked. I was like, that's really? So that's all you need? I know that sounds like you're making you know, cry, like to freeze metal out of just this stuff that's all around there. It's see, like it, it's like, boy, why aren't more people doing that? If it's you, just... you know, there's some warden at home that watches MacGyver, watches that. He's like, oh, call, all right, laundry room, all these chemicals, get it out, get it out. Not I having want... a not having a prison break on my watch. No sir, alcohol. Sir, why do you think this? So I saw MacGyver last night. <laughs> really? Uh, hey, hey, I let's. I heard from a friend of a friend. These things are true. So let's get let's clean out the laundry room. You know, I guess it was, should we it was do weird. our own like Mythbusters about MacGyver? That's right. That's right. Every week Mythbusters. We'll just... just Mythbusters guys out there. Has, have they ever done a MacGyver? They, that's like that seems to me like that would be like a whole week's worth of episodes of Mythbusters. Oh yes, uh, MacGyver. Like you know, <laughs> for God's sakes, they took the the Phantom, you know, the character of the Phantom, and he had a skull ring, and he punched someone in the face yes. and leaves the mark. They did that on the show to prove that tr- false. <laughs> they have got to do MacGyver. <laughs> They have to, did right? It, did it leave anything on the guest face other than a, a little bruise? Red, a little red mark. That was it, but no kind of like... You didn't see the skull. No. 
Uh, it's fake. That, that's a <laughs> Uh, check out Mike and I's new YouTube series where we just uh, either prove or disprove uh, all of MacGyver's <laughs> tips and tricks that he does every episode. <laughs> That's the show. We'll do it. it. Yes. We'll, we'll film us out out somewhere <laughs> testing these things. <laughs> In other news, yes, we'll get two Los Angeles uh, <laughs> males killed themselves <laughs> imitating the show MacGyver. What a way show to go. goes off the air because you know our family sue them and oh. turns into a whole big thing. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, Lucas Till is <laughs> mad at us. Like these dude well, jerks. It's like, the, it's like the the. Not to make light of it, but back God in the '70s or whatever, they had the Fantastic Four cartoon, and they got rid of the Human Torch because a kid set himself on fire. That and they had to replace it with Herbie the robot. But I mean, yeah, and that I thought it was like the low point of the Fantastic Four as a franchise. Like Herbie the robot, yeah. come on now. We're gonna have to. Have, MacGyver's gonna have to put a disclaimer on it because of you and I. Yeah, because yes. of these two idiots. <laughs> the things that MacGyver uses in these episodes are uh, yeah. for narrative purposes only. Please do not try these at home. Uh, <laughs> all right, thanks. <laughs> Uh, so once they get out of there, though, uh, Mac has the idea like, hey, we're just going to throw some sheets over the side to kind of think that they went that, down while we go up. Because at first I'm like, oh, they're going to end up cut, they cut the crap and stuck like hanging. But <laughs> they went the other way. Smart this, thing. This show likes to do that. And I like that. Like the first beginning of the episode, the little teaser was like, oh, I think they're going to make a net and trap them. No, they did the whole gasoline circle. Yeah. So this was just like, oh, OK, there we go. And I, it did make me laugh, though, because the idea was that Mac uh, approaches on Noche and says, all right, you know, I can get us out, but after that, it's up to you to get us out of the country. Right, right, right. And get me set up in a house. That's yeah. kind of his... Uh, he wanted a house. Yeah. It was his thing. I just want a house, guys. That's all I want, a house in Mexico. But I like when they finally get out of the prison, <laughs> they just happen to be conveniently in the right spot that El Noche's manager's hiding just, just around those just trees. Just kind of came out. <laughs> I was just kind of like... Oh. You know, just hanging out there. Yeah, you wouldn't be all the way. Maybe like, you didn't on the like other run. Side. You didn't show them running like you know, you like the fugitive, just running away from the prison. Meet them a couple yeah. miles away. They seemed like they were right there. They seemed like there's, and so we let's let that whistle, and they just come right out. I'm like, what if they're on the other side? I, I mean, I wonder if they that was kind of like just to show how powerful El Noche is, even though he's in jail, he still has connections to his people and can get them where, yeah, he needed them at the right time. Now, I imagine there was probably, he, I mean, El Noche's smart. He probably set up pockets all around every side okay. of the prison there. So whoever hears my whistle first, come at me. The other guys are still out there Wait waiting. Wait for the whistle. Yeah. <laughs> Wait for the whistle, guys. The other guys are still waiting. Is he going to whistle? I don't know. Should we did stay? You, did you hear that? I don't know. I think it was a bird. <laughs> did we go? If we don't come out in time, <laughs> kill the effect. Uh, but then El Noche doesn't buy Max's backstory. It's like, you know, you didn't try to kill this guy. So they knock him Typical unconscious. Typical backstabber. He waited until they were out yeah. to do that whole business. And it takes him down to his little secret hideout where they're trying to find... Uh, but they can't uh, – he, he t- taken him across the border in a sedan, which for all the camera purposes, they all look very similar. Right. You know, was, and they used the one certain camera angle. So it did look as like, uh, how are they going to find him? Yeah. Max stuck in the trunk, being smart. And uh, we, Morse code he was doing on the – Yeah, on the taillights. On the taillights. Look at him go. Which I – that to me I think would work. I think Who hasn't sense. been stuck in a trunk? Am I right? Yeah, guys. Am I right? Yeah. All right. What was that movie? Oh, God. What was it? Cellular? With Chris Evans and was it Haley Berry and she was trapped oh, yes. in a car. I think she popped the the tail light out and poured paint out the window, so it was dripping paint all through the thing. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, was it a good movie? A, very good movie. Oh, I should check. But out. I think I I mean I've been in my not laying in my trunk, but you've I've changed tail lights and stuff in the back, so I think that's a thing that could happen. Oh, Mike is prepared. For I don't know Morse code. I don't know Morse code at all. I'd be screwed. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I don't know it. I don't understand it. It's just the dots and the dashes, but I don't get it. 
I mean, yeah, that's true. I guess I wouldn't get it either. But I guess I, I, I would just probably just keep making like just random like stuff, hoping that somebody who's watching goes like that. Hail light's flickering a lot. Maybe God, that's something we should pay attention. That kind of got a beat to it too. <laughs> it's gibberish, but should we pay attention to it? I don't now, know. I don't remember. They just kind of jumped ahead. They did did. The Phoenix Foundation, those guys, did they notice the taillight? I, I didn't see no, that. No, they didn't. Max thought it was like, I hope somebody notices this. And that was it. Kind of yeah, you hanging yeah, okay. Because like, I was like, I don't remember. I went back and I was like, no, they didn't skip a beat. And then, hey, that taillight. Yeah. There was no... Because would that have seemed too obvious to the audience watching it going... Yeah. We just have to infer that it'll work, and yeah, because I guess then it kind of you know yeah sets up the audience like oh my gosh did they somebody find out are they gonna be able to rescue okay, him? Okay, yeah, yeah. Because now he's getting he's getting nitro boarded, which was interesting. Yeah, I've never heard of this technique, but I assume it's it's true where they use nitrogen, uh, nitrogen kind of, gas to kind of simulate that feeling of drowning. You feel like you're drowning, but you're not drowning. Yeah. Uh, I guess I guess Mike and I'll be trying that out on no, our YouTube series. Drowning to me, that's one of the ways that you don't want to go. <sighs> like drowning. Yeah, no, that's terrible. That that to me, that way of death. Yeah, no, 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 I know everyone that was trying to get me, and I've never found you, or no one's warned me about you, so who are you? What did yes. he say? At that point, he was kind of like, he knew he, he knows all the players on the board, basically, that are after him, and he's never heard of Mac, so I don't know what you're after, I don't know why you try to get out to me, so who are you? That was kind of cool. And uh, so before he can get too much further, after like one hit, he goes, all right, I'll keep doing this, I'll come back. Yep. The copters come. Yep. Uh, uh, Mac gets uh, the upper hand where he is able to knock over the canister uh, on the ground and knock off the top of the nozzle so it flies all around now, and takes out all the guards I think it had a bit of video game logic at this point because that happens in video games all the time you shoot the little top off and <laughs> gas can will go everywhere it looked a little little cartoony it's like boom, 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 hit all the guys perfectly and he's just laying there it's like yeah. okay because I would think if you kicked off the nozzle it's just going to go in a straight but, line or just keep it on the ground and just kind of like hit the sofa and then knock a guy. Guy trips. But yeah. this thing was in the air, different angles everywhere. And it wasn't like it was a little can. So this was like a, a four-foot-tall can. <laughs> but, hey, I mean. I guess it worked. Okay, yeah. okay. All right. Uh, I think that's probably by the end. I was like, guys, we just got to make that canister go everywhere so yeah, we, we can get to the end. It. We just got to get it done. Uh, and so it takes out all the guards except for one, and then Jack comes and knocks that guy out. Yeah. So uh, the day is saved. With the other DEA showed up and. Yeah, yeah. And, and what was interesting for El Noche not knowing who he is, his real name. Right. Once Mac goes and visits him in prison, he also knows his name and what his deal is. Like, ah, how, did, how did you find this out? That was weird, but I liked that scene. Yes, because it was like, what do you say? I'll be, I'll be waiting, or I'll be ready, or I'll, I'll, I'll I'm, oh God, MacGyver says like I've got friends everywhere. Yeah, this and, this, and he says like, um, oh, was it like I, I can't wait to meet them or something? Yeah, that was such a cool moment for him. I, I like, like that because yeah, Mac tells El Noche it's like because uh, oh, there's a four million dollar bounty on his. That's head. what like, it was. Yeah. Oh wow, four million dollar bounty. I'm pretty impressed. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he says, but you know, somebody's ever going to be able to collect because uh, DEA and the federalities they close down your business, so you're broke. Yeah, you're done. You're and done. he's like, you know what? I maybe have no money, but I have friends that owe me favors. That's good. That's yeah. good. <laughs> Thank you. It was that El Noche? That's good, right man. there. Uh, yeah, and then as you're saying, Max is like, yeah, I can't wait to meet him. I, I, it wasn't like 
oh screw you the, the you know the final dig at him he was just like yeah. all right this is my game i play it you know you want to come and join my team you know go against me all right wait for it i i accept your challenge yeah i like that he was like that was the macgyver i want to see more of that that not cocky not he's good at what he does you know he knows what he does and he's got a team that backs him and i just like that 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 I hope they go more in that direction with him. It'd be cool, and I'll be curious to see when they decide to pick up that little breadcrumb because that's a cool little thing you could drop right. in any episode where somebody tries to go get. And I thought some about payback. that because that actor I'd never seen that played El Noche. I've never seen him before. Huge role, guest star in the role mm-hmm. episode, but it is definitely someone that could come back, or you know, or could be a potential big bad again somewhere. Yeah, or you know, maybe MacGyver gets close to someone, and and you know, she gets kidnapped because it's him. That's a cool, a nice character to have, and the actor. I really like the actor on the show. Yeah, so. it's just always something that the writers room have in their back pocket yes. to be able to yeah, add. Yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to always kill off every episode villain or you know something. So it's, it's nice to see. Yeah, I enjoyed and it. The episode ends with uh, Mac thanking Riley for all her help because she knows like, hey, you, I couldn't, uh, I barely survived six days, and you did two years. Yeah, yeah. Now that was out, outside the prison because then yes. she she stayed back and had a little uh, a little moment to reflect. I mean, I sh- they should have gone back to the apartment and had a meet with a roommate. Great. See? That's uh, what I'm saying. Like, it just doesn't fit. Yes. Like, technically, or, or you would think in, in shows like this where they have that character, they always end up, the last scene is back at the place. Yep. Where did, what happened to you, man? I haven't seen you for six days. Oh, man, you know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I got exactly. held up, you know. But something, some quip about being in jail. I'm not yeah. a writer, so I can't think of anything funny right now. But that's what you would expect. But it would have killed it. No, for sure, because this is a nicer moment between those two characters, Riley and Mac. I want to see that little moment there. I almost would have liked to have seen it end at the at the line of the prisons. Like, I'll be waiting for it. Walks yes. out of the prison. And that's it. See Credits. That would have worked great for me, too. But you needed her, that bit there. So it, it brings us back to, to the roommate. Yeah. I, I just... Because there's an episode earlier this season, I... if you watched it, where... Uh, they kind of meet like their older versions of themselves, the Russian older versions of themselves. Maybe that's the one. I uh, where the end, where the episode ends with Riley and uh, the older uh, older version of MacGyver. They're back at the old folks' home, and uh, they just have a moment where they're kind of hanging out. And Riley realizes, like, "Hey, you kind of lonely. I'll come up and visit you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like that was a nice way to end that episode. We didn't need to go back like right, saying, right, to right. the apartment and yes. kind of touch him with Bozer. Yeah, see, Bozer. I get. I don't remember him from the original series. I know he's in it, but I don't know if he showed up till later. I think he showed up. And there were seven seasons, so I think he was five or six. Oh man, he's like the cousin Oliver of MacGyver. Yeah, yeah. so it's like, <laughs> and I don't even remember. I don't remember him. I remember, you know, I remember Murdoch. I remember Dalton. All these characters, uh, Thornton, but I don't remember Bozer at all. So I don't know what he brought to the show then, and to have him in the show. Now I don't know. I don't know. I, I really can't speak to that. As somebody that watched more of the old school series, uh, yeah. Thornton. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I like about this version of Thornton that how active she is in the field. Yeah. Is she very much like that? Is that character very much like that in uh, the original series? Not as much. He was an older guy, white guy. Uh, Dana Elkar, I believe his name was. But and, and as the show oh, got older, he had glaucoma. Yeah, right? glaucoma. So yes. they worked that into the show. Okay. Um, uh, Dalton was much more active, but also not nearly as. F- if he was I'm not saying out of shape guy but whereas uh George Eads is a bit more in shape yeah their version of it was not he's more of the bumbling kind of like kind of side not sidekick it's a bad word he, not a con man kind of like a con manish more use with his uh mouth and and stuff like that gotcha yeah 
get them out of the tight spots. So uh, that brings us to the end of this episode, but we've got a few minutes left to do a little predictions and talk about uh, coming weeks. Okay, let's yeah. do it. Yeah. So, okay, so... This... Oh. And now, oh. your After Buzz TV predictions. Mm, yeah. I like that. So this was episode seven. Yes. And they got 22. Yes. And I, I am surprised they've not taken a break between these seven yet. Because it almost seems like... And maybe, actually, I shouldn't say that because every show I've been watching lately has not been doing that. But it always seemed like for years, maybe it's because I was, I was just focusing on like like Arrow and Flash and stuff, they would do like four episodes, have two off. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's because we had sports, yes. like World Series, or maybe the election might... Certain shows will not air that week, so they'll air a week later. But MacGyver's not had that break yet. No, and uh, yeah, because it's on Friday night, so it's not having a lot of other conflicts. That's true. So I think we'll have the break should be at 13, which should bring us... Usually, like Thanksgiving weekend, I bet you there won't be one. Okay. That that Black Friday, I bet you there won't be an episode that airs. And usually they do time, like they'll do like a Thanksgiving episode and a Christmas episode, which I'm excited for. I love... Uh, if anyone that does know me knows my love of Christmas. Ooh, all right. Oh, God, they've nicknamed Twitter has nicknamed me Mikey Christmas. That's my thing. That's your nickname. Oh, it's, yeah, they, I, Twitter came up with that. I, I did not. Uh, but I've uh, always now is it Mikey Christmas or Mikey Xmas? My, uh, I've seen it in multiple ways. Mm, okay. Um, but I've always loved holiday episodes of, of TV shows. I love them. I, I just it, it gets me in the mood because yeah. you know you're watching it. It's during the holidays. It's you know the it, the sets are always decorated in the shows for Christmas. I love those, so I'm excited for those. I'm I'm curious to see. So if it's 22 episodes, if they'll break right at 12, so that means we've got eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, five more. Which if they miss Thanksgiving, might put us around mid December, and then they'll go on hiatus. So things that we've kind of got introduced on the board right now. Of course, we get Nikki and whoever this organization that she's working for. Yeah, she's kind of uh, you know she's out. Uh, she's that out in the a open. Weird character. And then we also have this uh, El Noche and his kind of cartel of people yeah, that I think Nicky was on the old show too. Oh, interesting. Because he had a, like kind of a love interest. I'll I'll look that up for you guys next okay. week. Yeah, I'm gonna I'll go back and look into that. I think that character they introduced a love interest for MacGyver, and I think Ooh. it was I think her name was Nikki. Uh, it would make sense, I guess, if they wanted to kind of play some kind of version of that right. in this new yeah. series. Uh, and then we also have MacGyver's dad's kind of stuff that's kind of been tossed in the air where he wrote him that letter. All right. Uh, so we have, and then we have the introduction of Murdoch next episode. Yeah, so those are kind of be... things that we have kind of juggling around the season. <sighs> how much of that you think you'll see being paid off by the end of the season? How much of that is just like, well, maybe next season's going to blow it over? It's always over. like when, when I, from people that I know that are writers, they've always put those kernels out. You know, they've got their their arc for the for the mm-hmm. season, but what will we decide by the end of that episode? You know, season one. Uh, the dad thing, I don't know. I, I think there was talk for a while that that was Richard Dean Anderson. That's what they wanted. Yeah. But that might have fallen through now because he said no to the show. So maybe they've held off on that. The Murdoch thing, I think, has got to come soon. I mean, next week, it's, he's got to... I would like to have seen a couple more, like like we're saying in this episode. Like they, Maybe they got back and they're like, hey, so when I lost comms there, you know, someone else was doing this. You yeah. Know, it wasn't just something random. So there's this through line of this undercurrent of this man kind of always trying to thwart them at every stop oh, cool. over episodes for a season where they finally reveal Murdoch because he is the big bad for, for MacGyver. He's always oh. – they're always there because then you bring him in. Then they've got the episodes where they're thrown together and they've got to work together. There's such a plethora of episodes uh, of story ideas that work when you've got a great villain. So I hope he's a great actor in the role. Uh, but I'm excited to see him come into it because those are always the best on the old show, the the Mac and Murdoch show, uh, 
uh, episodes were always the best. Oh, man. And that, we don't have much to wait, just seven short days. I would figure, like, the dad thing, I could see them doing something at the end of the season where uh, he opens, a, like, the dad's ca- dad's captured or something, and Max got to survive, save him, and mm-hmm. we see the end of the episode ends on a cliffhanger where he opens the door, and we just see Max's face, and he says, Dad, or we see the dad from behind, and then they use the, the summer break to cast. Oh, so you think that's going to be the big... Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then we come Absolutely. back to the second season, like, hey, guess what? We cast this big-name person, and he's yeah. going to be Max's dad. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. To see, did he work, you know, doing what he does now? Is, I don't know. We'll I mean, don't you feel like we should, at this time, know, well, hopefully sometime this month, in the next few weeks, we find out a little bit more about Nikki's organization that she's working for? Because it's such a prevalent part of the pilot. Yeah, it's... They feel like it's so, so weird. Like, yeah, it just... We don't, at least, even we, if we're not finding Nikki, at least knowing the broader organization that she worked for. Right. Now, how many times has she come back since then I'm trying to think I don't we haven't seen her yet we okay so I, once I I haven't missed anything yet because I have not seen her back no because it, it was such the big reveal at the end there yeah so and, she's gone in the wind but we and we've only he's tried to track her down but we've never actually seen I, her I, I apologize because I'm really trying to think if she was either just a love interest or if she was a foil to him in the original series where she did work for an evil organization, they, but I, I could have sworn they were together, like a and Batman, worked, Catwoman kind of thing. Yeah, but I, th- I think it was more love interest, mm. straight love interest. I think this show is doing a nice twist on it. But yeah, I don't know why she's not back, and I don't know if those one of the ones because a lot of times when they film pilots, by the time mid season, it's completely changed. So I don't know if that's a thread that they didn't want to pick up anymore. Oh man, I don't know. Uh, I guess we'll have to find out in the weeks to come. Yeah, but in the meantime, folks, that's going to bring us to the end of this episode of the MacGyver After Show. But you're going to have to wait seven days to find out what we think about next week's episode. In the meantime, folks, you can like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hop in the chat. Mike's going to have his computer here next week, I will, pulling yeah. up your, your comments online. We'll be able to find out what you guys are thinking in the moment right there. I love doing respond. that stuff. It's fun. That'll be cool. In the meantime, folks, if you want to continue the conversation with us even after the show's over, Mike, where can they find you? You can find me uh, at Mike Kalanowski uh, on Twitter. I'm a host for the DC Movie News right here on the Popcorn Talk Network, as well as kind of an offshoot of that called Character Corner. It's where we kind of go into DC, a little encyclopedia knowledge for people that are just becoming introduced to these characters. And I kind of geek out a little bit with them and <laughs> and fill them out on that. So I'm having a blast doing that stuff with the guys. So that's where I am uh, here. That's awesome. And I didn't realize uh, Mikey Christmas. And Mikey, oh, it's going to... You guys, will, you'll hear more about it. Oh. I'm sure you'll see people's pictures. And, and as we get into the holidays, I'll start bringing food into here. Oh. All the... Stuff that I bake. Oh my gosh, you kidding me? Oh, I, I I'm picked... one of those guys. I'm one of those guys that the day after Halloween, like I'm in the stores taking pictures with all the Halloween or Christmas stuff that's up. I don't put my tree up in anything yet. I wait till like a couple days after Thanksgiving. Oh man, but this whole time of year is my favorite. It's going to be awesome. In the meantime, folks, you can follow me on Twitter at Happy Go Jackie, and we'll see you next week right here on After Buzz TV for another episode of the MacGyver After Show. Take care, everybody. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.